Hey, this is Dr. Evans Kariuki. Welcome to Firebrand Nation. Your life will never be the same as you go through these teachings. These are teachings for soul winners. Here at Firebrand Nation, we believe that we are called to reach one soul every second. This podcast is designed for soul winners who hunger and thirst to see the lost come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Bible notebooks and pens. Bible notebooks and pens. Quickly tell somebody, get used to the sound of your own voice in corporate prayer. Tell them, get used to the sound of your own voice. I've taught you before that when you pray corporately, you pray openly. Amen. The presence of the Lord is. We got to get that together the same way all the time. The presence of the Lord is God with us and God in us. The presence of the Lord is God with us and God, God in, us. in us. I want us to shut the doors of demonic activity of our children today. How many of you are ready to redeem the seed? You're ready to redeem the seed. It is important for you to understand demonic activities. This world is a cursed world. You don't have to curse it. It's already cursed. When man fell, the world was cursed. Are we together? So when Adam and Eve gave birth to their first child, that child was born as the seed of a curse. The Bible says that in sin, Psalms chapter 50, did my mother conceive me. We were all born into a curse. I believe the reason why a baby cries and it's like, oh my gosh, what did I just walk into? Before conception, the child is with God. We were all with God. We were one with God, with him. At conception, the soul of a man enters into the body. And in the womb, the body is formed, but the soul is present. Are we together? The womb is a sign of God's provision. A baby doesn't need to look for food. Through the umbilical cord, you're fed. A baby, you've never had a baby say, hey, it's, it's 7 a.m., I gotta go to work. The baby is hungry, and naturally, something happens. The Bible tells us in the book of Jeremiah, before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you, and I called you. So the Bible also tells us, the way a baby grows in the womb, you don't know. Is miraculous. Are we together? So, but then there are things that happen to cause even that miraculous process to be cursed. And it's important for you to understand these curses. So the first curse we are going to define. Have you understood conception is a beautiful thing? There is nowhere in the Bible that, that Pharaoh was out there whipping the Israelites and 
God said, I curse you with a baby. No. No baby was ever a curse. Being pregnant, that was not a curse. Having a baby, regardless of what happens, is a blessing. But the process can turn that blessing into a curse. Are you understanding? You're not, it's not just the conception itself. Conception is a blessed thing. But the cursing happens in it. Write these points down. An unborn baby is aware of what's happening around them. Yes. Wait a minute. I said aware. Yes. Not conscious. But remember that unborn baby, when you were a fetus in your mother's womb, you had a soul. The soul provides awareness. Aware of spiritual things. They are aware. Are you understanding? The child's mind may have not developed, so they are not conscious. You don't have consciousness, but you do have spiritual awareness. When the father speaks, the child knows through their soul, that's my father. When the mother breathes in and breathes out through their soul, the child knows. So there are several things that happen during pregnancy that open doors for curses. For example, a woman is pregnant and she says, I can't believe I'm pregnant. What am I going to do with this baby? The baby is hearing. The soul is receiving that rejection. Hey, uh, they, they didn't want me here. Like, I, they, they don't want me. They don't want me. When the father and the mother are arguing whether to keep the child or not, the child knows it. How do you know it? Through your spirit. Through your soul. Are you understanding? Yes. At the end of life, if someone is sleeping in their deathbed, their body could be uh, nothing. But their soul and their spirit is alive. Are you understanding? That is why there is something called brain dead. You're not dead, but you're brain dead. It's your body is gone, not you. Are you understanding? So some of you, let me say this, you have dreams that you don't understand, but the dreams you're having are actually things that happened before you were born. I remember having a dream before I was born, and I went to my mother and I asked her about it. And she said, yeah, that's true. It's because your soul was conscious. So the conscious soul understands the the emotions like this please write them quickly sadness frustration insecurities fear unhappy feelings chronic crying chronic crying anger that soul understands it 
they also feel denial, rejection of love, lack of love. They feel that. Well, Bishop, help me understand. When the baby, when the seed of a man gets with the, what, what is the other things? Tell me, how does conception happen? The, yeah, you know, I'm a preacher, not, not a scientist. <laughs> I mean, I know engineering. We can talk physics. These biology things, I don't know. So, the sperm and the egg. And the eggs, yes. When they come together, they form this baby, right? Yes. What do you, what do you call them now that they're together? Embryo. Embryo. Hey, scientists in the house. Embryo. It is the same thing that happens when a farmer puts a seed in the ground yes. and creates the little sprout thing. Is that what it's called? Seedling. The seedling opens. Do you know, scientists proved if you spoke to that seedling and sang good songs and did good things to that seedling, Amen. it's going to grow. Amen. My son, Zachariah Zion, has been trying to grow the hottest paper in the world. It's called uh, California paper. Uh, chilies. Chilies. What is it? Piano. Carolina Reaper. You should be sitting at your Amen. microphone saying it. The Carolina Reaper is he's growing it. The instruction said in about three months we should see the fruit begin to form. He's been about four. And the thing is not even showing like it's going to show signs. So, so I told Zion, I told Zion, you need to start speaking into this thing. It's taking too long. Something is wrong with it. Every morning we come out, it has a new worm that's eating it. I'm like, but this thing, you need to speak. You need to do better work with this thing. So when you speak to that plant, it can hear you. If a simple plant can hear us, let nature prophesy. And the Bible compares the child in the womb. The Bible says the child, no one knows how the child grows in the womb the same way no one knows how the seed grows in the ground. So while you're arguing, mother and father or boyfriend and girlfriend are arguing, this is my point. The child is feeling and hearing those emotions. If you are pregnant and you sleep with many men, the child encounters all those things. Are you understanding? I am I'm not condemning anybody. What I'm trying to show you is where there are open doors so we can shut those demonic doors. Amen. Amen. If you're pregnant and you listen to rap music, you curse, you listen to all this wickedness, the child is being infused with that level of demonic activity. The only problem is this, and we've got to move to the next thing. The child is not spiritually strong to withstand it. So everything the child is being given, they are 
receiving. It is teaching that destroys unbelief. And if you've never been taught, you cannot destroy unbelief. You believe everything. I want to make sure you understand that point. Teaching destroys unbelief. Let's say it together. One, two, three. Teaching, Teaching destroys, destroys unbelief. unbelief. And if you've never been taught, you believe everything. Amen. When you work in a bank, they teach you what a good $100 bill looks like. Amen. So when you see, feel, touch a fake one, you know it by studying the truth. But if you never were taught, everything looks good. So to the child in the womb, they've never had a chance to be taught. So everything the parent is feeding them, they receive. All the emotions, all the feelings, all the everything. Now my question for you is this. Were you born in a house that was just full of joy, full of nice things? Or while you were in the womb, there was some cursings, there was some lying, there was some smoking, there was some drinking. How many of you say, Bishop, when I was born, there was some craziness around me? If that is you, get up on your feet uh, and begin to declare, Lord, any curses that entered my life through, through any curses that entered my life through the womb, today in the name of Jesus, I denounce them. Lift up your voice and pray. Yes. Yes, Holy Ghost. Yes, Holy Ghost. God. We yes, Jesus. God, because we didn't know God, we repent, yes. oh God, and we ask you, oh God, we yes, thank you, God, that you are grace when you're just, yes, and you Lord. forgive us, oh God, so we repent this morning, oh God, Zerabayandi. we repent, oh God, Zotarabayandi. for the open doors, Zeketabaya. oh God, for pregnancy, God, we repent for those oh, Lord, open forgive doors, us for our forgive mistakes. us, oh God, forgive, forgive us for our oh mistakes, God. Lord, no one knows forgive what us, my Father, nor what goes on forgive us, Lord, Forgive us, Jehovah. Forgive us, my Father, where we did not know. To close those doors, oh God. Give us the grace, oh God, to close the doors of the curse, oh God. Yes, Jesus. We thank you, oh God. We thank you, oh God. We stand as redeemers of the family, my God. We redeem them, oh God. In the name of Jesus. Even in the mighty name of Jesus, everyone say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, I come before your throne. I come before your throne. And I ask you, forgive me. Forgive me. For any open door. Knowingly or unknowingly. Right now. I break the curse. Of my birth. If there was any access that the devil got through my birth. Today I break that curse. I close that door. In the name of Jesus. Any negative voice that was spoken over me. That was spoken over my conception. Any rejection that my soul received. Today. Today. In the name of Jesus. I declare the word of God. That speaks better things. About me. About my birth. I declare. The book of Jeremiah. That says. For you formed me. In my mother's womb. You knew me. Before you formed me. In my mother's womb. 
you blessed me you, blessed you anointed me, me you anointed and you called me and you called into me my greatness into my today, greatness. today no, curse no curse can stop me, can stop me or, my family, or my family or my loved ones or my loved from ones entering in from entering to the blessing in of god to the blessing my of name god. my name is separated, separated from the curse, from the curse and, from the and from the words of Satan, of Satan. from this day, from on, this day in on in Jesus' name. Jesus Put your hands name. together and bless Hallelujah. the Lord. Bless your name, Hallelujah God. to Hallelujah. the Lamb of God. Hallelujah. You still have your Bible, Deuteronomy 23, verse 2. Bibles, notebooks, and pens, you still have them. Deuteronomy 23, verse 2. Amen. Amen. God is doing a mighty work. Do you feel the presence of God? God is doing a mighty work in us. Wow. Read Deuteronomy 23 verse 2. A bastard shall not enter into the congregation of the Lord. Oh. A bastard shall not enter into the congregation of the Lord. Ah. Uh, Even, keep reading. Even to his 10th generation shall he not enter into the congregation of the Lord. A bastard and a bastard's children, mm. children, mm. children, 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 Jesus. children, 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 children shall not enter. This is God speaking. That if you're born without your parents being married, cannot enter. I want you to understand how powerful what happens in the womb is. That did that child choose to be born? No. But they are coming out cursed. Well, Bishop, it doesn't matter what happens. No, no, no. It does. The child is coming out cursed. Well, Bishop, that's Old Testament. Well, look at today's world. You, you, I want you to accept. I want my church to accept that curses exist. Amen. And we need to have reverence of curses and break demonic curses. Amen. Because there are things that are happening in people's lives and they don't know why they're happening. Mm -hmm. You don't know why they're happening. You look, at, you look at today's statistics, I believe it was President Obama who did it in his time, they have proven that a household where the father and mother are present, that child has, I believe it was 63 or something, or 66% higher success rate than a child with a single parent. There is a curse. Because single parents are some of the hardest working people. Amen. So the problem is not the hard working. The problem is this baby was born into a curse. Lord Jesus. And if you're a single parent and you don't know how to redeem your children from these curses, 
you see them struggling and you don't know why they're struggling. Well, Bishop, you're not sensitive to my situation. Wait. I was born of a single mother. My firstborn child was born out of illegitimacy. So I am preaching to you things I have been preaching to myself mm -hmm. for over 12 to 15 years. You need to learn to break um, all those things and more. Don't be afraid of that. You need to learn to break Amen. the curse Amen. that could be in your bloodline. Yes. Amen. You need to say, hey, my, my, my dad was not around, man. Wow. And this thing is affecting me. But the problem is most of us, there is a sense of arrogancy and a hate for Jesus. the man, Jesus. a hate for that person that comes in. Hating them will not help you. Amen. Amen. It will only make you bitter, make you worse, make Jesus. you angry. I have tried it. Jesus. I used to wonder, how does a man not love me? Like he's somewhere here in this world, somewhere in the same country. I'm looking for him and he, he's never come looking for me. Jesus. And I realize that kind of talk never helps anybody. Let us look at these open doors. So Deuteronomy 23 verse 2. Illegitimate children born into a curse. Are you seeing that? Yes. And we break that curse. We're yes. going to pray here shortly. Yes. If this curse is not broken, it can hinder. So how does this work in, oh, you will love this. How does this work in 2022? Yes. Because the book of Deuteronomy People say it's Old Testament, and you know, it's, it's the former Testament. It's not the Old Testament. Amen. It's a former. Amen. doesn't make it old. But you know, English Bible, they needed a word. Um, the Deuteronomy tells us that the illegitimate child shall not enter into the presence of the Lord, or the congregation of the Lord. Right? Amen. In 2022, what happens is, the child is born illegitimately and they hit one of their parents. Mm. I don't like my daddy because he was not there or he was not the daddy I needed or wanted. And because they hit their earthly father, they now cannot understand their heavenly father. Jesus. So they reject the presence of God they reject the congregation of God. How does my father not love me and he's a Christian? What kind of God does he serve? How does my mother not take care of me and she's a Christian? Like, how does God create me in such a bad world? Are you understanding? Do you know that kind of talk and that kind of conversation? So they talk like that and who they are really angry at is God. And they express their anger. Man, I'm going to show you the, the reprobate mind. There are kids who know God, but refuse to know him yes. as God. Jesus. 
So they end up serving the devil in homosexuality, lesbianism, idol worship, the reading of the stars, because they have decided in their mind that God is mean or God is bad. It's not that they never heard the gospel. It's not that they've never known the gospel. They know of him. But their minds are turned. So the Deuteronomy 23 in the new, in the world we're living in today manifests this way. You're born illegitimate and because one of your parents is not a good parent, you cannot receive God as your parent. I was born, I, I spent my teenage years, post-teenage, in a Christian home. Born in witchcraft, but spent my young adulthood in a Christian home. But I could not accept God as my father. I have never called him father until I was in America. Because I had daddy issues. Church. Hear me. Are you listening? Those of you online, are you listening? Your daddy issues don't start when you're a teenager. They manifest when you're a teenager. But demons are very patient. Demons will stay in somebody quiet. They may show up a little bit once in a while, but they're going to be quiet. One of the most patient demons is anger. Somebody could have a spirit of anger. And man, they got patience. They ain't getting angry. But the day that demon manifests and flares up, you see them change into a whole new person. And you're like, this is a devil. So a demon can live in us while you're five years old, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, does nothing. Fourteen, fifteen, when you begin to discover the world, that spirit that has just been quiet now begins to start telling you, God doesn't love you because you're a bastard. God doesn't love you because you, you have no parents. That is why it's important to realize that we as parents should teach our children to love God, not because of us, but besides of us. Like you tell them, I cannot be as good to you as God can be. You push them towards God. So the Bible tells us that God is married to the backslider. The Bible tells us that he's I want us to go to this scripture. He's father to the fatherless. Why would God have to be father to the fatherless? Because if the fatherless doesn't have a child, a father, they are cursed. Oh, I don't know if you're catching what God is releasing. If you're born a bastard, no father or no mother, you're born in a curse. So God says, I will step in and redeem them from the curse. 
let us lift up our voice and we are praying, Lord, Deuteronomy 23, we break it with Psalms 68. Are we, are we together? Amen. We are breaking Deuteronomy 23 with Psalms 68. I've, I have taught on breaking the curse. You find the curse and speak the blessing. The blessing is what breaks the curse. Lift up your voice for 40 seconds and yes, declare yes, Psalm 68. When you're breaking curses, you speak whatever speaks against you. Yes. And then you nullify it with the blessing. Yes. You speak the blessing. Amen. Let us cover a few other doors that are open. Pregnancy that happens through rape, incense, incest, and adultery. Pregnancies that come out of that. Those pregnancies are connected to specific spirits. The spirits that are connected to rape, incest, adultery are spirits of alcoholism. Alcoholism. Spirits of trauma, anxiety, fear, tormenting spirits. Babies that are not born out of love but are born out of lust, suffer a spirit of lust. So it's like Papa was a rolling stone and the baby too becomes a rolling stone. And you're wondering what's happening. Born in lust. Psalms chapter 50 in sin. Ah, go, go there. In sin did my mother conceive me. In sin did my mother conceive me. Is this helping somebody? All right. In sin did my mother conceive me. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Psalms chapter 50, verse... Where is this scripture? Uh -huh. Someone find it. Yeah, 51. Yes, 51. Yes. Let's go to verse 5. Behold, I was shapen in iniquity. Thank you. In sin did my mother conceive me. Amen. Born out of rape, incense, and adultery, and these things. There was a girl one day came for prayer. This girl was newly married and could not have a baby. And the Spirit of God was moving. The place was supercharged by the Spirit. So she said, I want a baby in my marriage. And the spirit of wisdom begins to flow. And God revealed 
the problem is not her. The Bible says up to 10 generations can suffer that curse. The Bible says there was a child who was born out of rape. And that experience shut the womb down. Shut the womb. As in, you have such a bad life experience that I don't even want to bring kids into this earth. Are you understanding? Amen. Like your, your soul decides there's no way. There's no way I can bring kids into this earth. Those spirits are being broken today in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. These aggressive spirits also bring in anger. Write that down. Anger. Anger. They also, oh parents, let me show you a secret. Can I tell you a secret? One of the best ways to know that manifestations have begun happening with your children is this. You're a mother. Yes. Your child is close to you. Yes. And they've been close to you as a baby. Yes. Then they reach a place, they separate. Amen. Yes, it's true. When a child begins to separate from their natural mother or father, it is like, it is like they create a, a wall. Like, right. don't pass here. That's How many right. of you know what I'm talking about? I know it. Like, don't pass yes. here. Oh, yes. When a child separates, it's the devil trying to get them on their own. Jesus. A child separates. Jesus. They don't come to the dinner table anymore. They don't come to... It's like they're not part of the family. They That's start true. saying, I want to go. I want to do this. Yes. Do you know a father and true. a mother should send a child away? Yes. It should be a good celebration. Yes. But when demonic activities begin, separation, I it's know true. it. I know it. That's true. Amen. I know it. So what should a parent do? That is when you begin to pray and begin to apply wisdom. You find a way to just, and God will give it to you, to find a, you find a way to keep that connection. But in the night, you're knocking on heaven's doors and telling the devil, you cannot have my child. Yes. Can. You cannot have my child. And the devil will not fight long. The devil cannot fight long. <laughs> The spirit of long-suffering is given to Christians, not to the devil. Amen. You fight for that child and say, devil, enough is enough. You cannot have them. Amen. Are you understanding? Amen. So that is the one sign that this child is demonic activity. Me and Zachariah are very close, me and Zion, me and Zoe. And when I see A, hey, it's you, you almost feel it. It's like you feel the, you, like you feel it. How many of you know what I'm talking about? It's like you feel that. Don't let sociology lie to you that it's natural. It's not. The natural thing that should happen is, hey, mom, I want to go do this. I want to be here. I want to, that's natural. The other is not. It's not. It's not natural for your child to leave the house in anger. Amen. It's not natural 
for those things to happen and you need so you need to examine is my child wise enough to know that this is demonic and if it's not you sit down and talk to them say let's talk about your life goals let's talk about what you're doing let's talk about what's going on with you are we together amen so let's let's finish these spirits and we'll pray for two minutes Families born in drug and alcohol conditions. Those drug and alcoholic conditions, Psalms 91, you plead the blood over that child consistently that anything that was passed through their bloodstream shall not cause them to receive the curse. Drug addiction always leads so born in alcoholism, my mother was born in alcoholism and she became a witch. So we were born in witchcraft. Are you understanding? Yes. The spirit of alcoholism in a family, if grandma used to drink, grandpa used to drink, somebody drunk, witchcraft will find itself there. Now, witchcraft comes with a lot of manipulation. Children who are born in alcoholic or drug addiction. And by alcohol, I even mean wine. Amen. Amen. Anything with more than 0. 0.000 nothing percent. Stop lying to yourself. Amen. Amen. Stop lying to yourself. Alcoholism. Alcoholism always leads to witchcraft. And witchcraft is connected. You know, demons' role in sevens is connected to manipulation. You find like a, a small child is so manipulative and you're like, what? How did you learn all these tricks? No. There's a generational curse in that family. Very quickly, we need to finish this section because I need to go somewhere else tomorrow. Children who are born and the parents separate while they're in the womb. That separation causes the child to live like a rescue. They are used to hearing the father's voice and then all of a sudden the father is gone and mommy is crying all night. That child is receiving all that. And the rescue, let me see how to, how do I define rescue? John the Baptist was a rescue. He ate locust and wild honey. He was like a loner, a loner, like a loner. You know, children should naturally like to be with each other. Amen. You, don't, you don't have to go tell Zachariah and uh, Trey and the rest, please say hi to your neighbor, give your neighbor a high five. Give, no, you put them in a room. They will figure out high fives and hugs. Together, they are born together. But a child who's like a rescue, yeah. check, check that, check that. So when that child becomes a rescue, they also begin to look for a lot of acceptance. And that search for acceptance is a, a search for God. So, abandonment then this one is very important when a child's gender is rejected you have a girl but wanted a boy 
have a boy but wanted a girl. Can we talk about it? When you reject the gender, the manifestation is identity crisis. The spirit and the soul never forgets. Are you understanding? And we do these things in ignorance. And we do these things in blindness. We do them in ignorance. But identity. So what do you do when you discover the curse? You institute the blessing. Amen. Please, one more minute. We are done. The next one is abortions. When you have an abortion. Amen. The, an abortion is the removal of a baby from the womb before it's time. And when you remove the baby, the baby dies. Or you remove the baby and kill the baby. Sometimes in the abortion, the baby comes alive and the abortionist breaks the neck. Mm. Or uh, something like that. When you do that, your womb, your womb receives the message of not being fruitful. So you've had an abortion, then you get married. And when you get married, you now want to have children. But your womb knows they told me to reject my work. So usually miscarriages, heavy labor like heavy do you know what i mean by heavy labor like hard, hard. like hard labor yes. hard labor yes. like this child is fighting to survive because they are fighting their place of existence they are fighting to survive usually if somebody has had many miscarriages they ask you they start asking such questions about your sexual past are you understanding? Yes, amen. And I believe we do eight abortions every minute. Jesus, Jesus. So one, 60 seconds ago, eight curses were released in the womb. Jesus. Are you understanding? Yes. So this curse of, that comes through abortion causes a rejection of the womb. Let me give you some scriptures. Jeremiah 30, 17. Very quickly, please. So we have seen the curse. Let me give you how to overcome that curse. Jeremiah 30, 17. The Bible says, I will restore health to you and heal your wounds. If you've had an abortion, there are two wounds, spiritual or in your soul and physical. You ask God to restore and don't, it's not only women who have abortions. If you've paid for an abortion or you've been involved in one as a man, you also need to ask for health and restoration. I don't know why you're so quiet. Can we amen. say amen? amen? Amen. Amen. There's deliverance in the house. Yes. Psalms 23 verse 3. He restores my soul. Yes. He restores. Lord, restore. Let's all stand up. This is our last prayer. 
Let's all stand up and pray. Lord, restore my soul. Restore my soul from all these curses. Restore my soul from all this wickedness. Restore my soul in the mighty name of Jesus. Pray. God, restore our soul. Those of you online, pray. Our wounds, oh God. Yes. We thank you, oh God, that we can identify the curse and we can break yes, it. Yes, oh Holy God. Ghost. We come against the curse, oh God. Yes, we Holy Ghost. We break the curse of parental separation, oh God. We break the yes, curse Holy of Ghost. generation rejection, oh God. Yes, we Holy Ghost. We break the curse, oh God, of abandonment, oh God. We yes, break Lord. the curse, oh God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, God. Zinda we break Baraye. the curse of anger, God. We break it we in the name the of Jesus. We break the curse of anger that leads to witchcraft, We break oh God. it in the name in of the Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, God. And we Restore my soul. Restore my soul. Restore my children's soul. Restore my loved one's soul. Restore my God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Over our children. The glory and to the honor of the Almighty God. Every hand lifted. Father, I speak Psalms 23 over everyone who's under my voice. I declare where the curse had come in, we declare restoration. We break the curse and institute the blessing of Abraham. Break the curse of wickedness and release the blessing of Abraham. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Put your hands together and bless him. Thank you so much for joining us. I truly believe you have been blessed. If you have enjoyed this episode and would like to join Firebrand Nation, the movement, connect with us on social media at Firebrand Nation. Go to our website at www.firebrandnation.com. Remember, alone I'm a flame. Together we are a fire. Like, share, and distribute this so that others could be blessed. God bless you.